I gotta tell you, I'm a little confused today. Last night I bought a three-pack of men's underwear, and they don't have a fly. No fly for the white guy. So I'm guessing these are for men who prefer to sit down while they do their Squirtius Maximus. I can tell you this, though, they're going back. After the podcast, that's what I'll be up to, because I'm a stand-up guy, if you know what I'm saying. This is the Radio Espionage Underground Podcast from Los Angeles. It is Thursday, February 29th, 2024. My name is Mark Elliott, and I am unedited, unfiltered. And since it's Leap Day, I'm ready to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Now, I did look this up, and I usually don't do this, but I wanted to see what celebrities are celebrating today on Leap Day. And the only celebrity I recognized that was on the list was Tony Robbins, the motivational speaker. Uh, He is 64 in our years, in Leap years. Uh, He's only 16 today, but how cool is that? Uh, to have a birthday on February 29th and only celebrate every four years. Now, if you like presents and cake and ice cream parties, uh, you're probably not happy about having a birthday on February 29th. Me, I'd be happy with celebrating every four years. All right, here is today's espionage. Uh, we got the F&Qs coming up, facts and questions. AI got a black eye this week, and it's getting blacker. Uh, before you take that Ozempic and stick that needle in, I have an idea for you before you take Ozempic. Uh, Wendy's doesn't about face over their price-surging idea. Did you hear about this? I'll fill you in on it coming up. And I think I figured out a way to outsmart the streaming companies to help us all save a little bit of money, and I'll share that with you too. As you know, I like to start the podcast out by doing shout-outs to people I've worked with in the past to say thanks for helping me live the dream. Uh, Today, we're going to do shout-outs to uh, Tony Scott, Bo Riles, Bill Michaels, and Mike the Tan Man Tanner. Uh, Tony, Bo, and I worked together at KSRF in L.A. before we ended up at the Unistar Radio Network together in Hollywood. Uh, That's where we met Bill and Mike. They were programmers at the network at the time. And I later hired Bill to work for uh, Cumulus when I was heading up their programming here in Southern California. Uh, Mike's still one of my closest, dearest friends today. Uh, All tremendous radio talents. Um, and just good, good people. And to find four good people like that in a town full of scallywags, <laughs> very rare. But I hope they're all doing very well. Uh, email. Let's dig into a couple of these today. I, I like to share emails, too, because I'm always interested in what you have to say about the podcast, what your questions are about radio, and, and just life in general. Uh, Bella D'Angelo of Corpus Christi, Texas, uh, said... Um, Tell us something about yourself that might surprise us. Well, Bella, I like swimming with bow-legged women. No, I'm just kidding. I I never have. Not opposed to it, though. Uh, You might be surprised to find out that I do refuse to do food delivery. Uh, The thought of what could happen to my order en route uh, kind of freaks me out a little bit, so I get off my tukus and go pick up my order. I know. You think that's weird, don't you? Isn't that weird? Uh, Steve Morris from Salem, Oregon, who last worked at KFWB, no, KFBW in Vancouver. KFWB is here in Los Angeles, so I'm just kind of in tune to doing that. Uh, Vancouver, Washington. Uh, I, I like reading your think tank on radio espionage, but it's six months in advance. What promotion would you do right now? Well, Steve, the reason I do that is I believe to maximize every promotion, you need time uh, to plan, sell, and execute. So I always like to be six months in advance. So I'm trying to condition people who read the think tank to think six months uh, in advance. So that's why I do that. Um, I read an article earlier this week that pointed out we are paying more for food now than we have over the past 30 years. Kind of, wow, blew me away a little bit. 
Um, so now I've always kind of liked those pay your bill promotions stations do during hard times. But a lot of stations have done it, and people get used to promotions like a billboard that never changes. You just kind of keep driving by it. So, um, And I like things that are in the moment. So I thought an interesting twist when I read your email would be to fill up a fridge for listeners. You know, we all eat, regardless of age. Whether you like it or not, you need fuel. So I think that's kind of a cool twist on it, uh, but to fill up somebody's fridge. And you can do it many different ways. Uh, you can buy the food out of your promotional budget if you have one and do it that way. Uh, you can team up with sponsors and do it. Or you can do a food drive and let your listeners fill up refrigerators. You might be able to do more than one that way because you never underestimate the generosity of your listeners. And uh, if you really want to get crazy and outrageous and wild, um, give away the fridge too. Just an idea. Kick it around. See what you think. But I do have to share this one with you. When 9-11 happened back in 2001, one of the most tragic days of my lifetime, and I'm sure yours as well, uh, we were trying to sit here in California. What can we do for the folks in New York? Because we felt like we had to do something. Uh, so we decided to, um, you know, we had always done drop-off points for toy drives and food drives. We decided to say, let's see if Southern California will donate money. Because uh, we wanted something that we could do next day, quick, uh, and usually dropping off money is a pretty easy thing. We already had the infrastructure set up for money, food, and toys. Uh, so that's what we did. Now, to my surprise, we only did this for four hours during the morning show, but we raised just over $125,000 for families in New York. The 805 dug down deep that day. And you have no idea how good that felt. I always get a little choked up about it, too. But I always say that being local, and local radio is just getting obliviated today, but I always believe local means that you're a respected business partner with your business community, and you're considered to be a member of your audience's family. Very important. I think we're getting away from that. Uh, I believe if you want to run a successful radio station, please remember this. If you do for others... They will do for you because people always remember how you make them feel. That was a good day for us to be able to do that. It wasn't a good day for the folks in New York, that's for sure. All right, let's get into the F and Q's, the facts and questions. I don't share my political views. I give you the facts and ask questions. You come up with the answers. All right, so here we go. Joe Biden had his annual physical yesterday at the Walter Reed Medical Facility, and uh, the results say he is ripe and ready and set the, uh, to lead us again. Uh, Joe will be 82 in November when he uh, could possibly be reelected. So my question is, do you believe the doctors at Walter Reed, or do you believe your own eyes and ears? Can I share a concern with you? And it's not an observation, it's just a concern. Maybe you share it too. What keeps me up at night is the thought of Joe winning the election in November and then resigning soon after uh, due to health reasons, allowing Kamala Harris to take over as president for four years. Do you have the same concern as I do? Uh, Joe is finally heading down to the uh, southern border in Texas uh, today. He'll be uh, visiting Brownsville, one of the least crossed parts of the border in Texas. Uh, also making a border stop is Donald Trump 
Uh, he's been there one or two other times. Uh, Texas is a big state, of course. They won't run into each other. Uh, so no chance that Joe will take him behind the school and, uh, and, and, and beat him to a pulp. Um, but yes or no to this question. Do you think it'd be funny if someone slipped a red MAGA hat on Joe's noggin and took a photo of him wearing it, eating an ice cream cone? <laughs> Would that be funny or cruel to do? You come up with the answer on that one. Uh, Republicans in California are working to recall Governor Gavin Newsom for a second time. Uh, you're asking, oh, why? Why would they do that? Well, I'll tell you why. Three reasons why. Uh, let's start with the fact almost two million people have moved out of California since he was elected, eroding our tax base because people who uh, made a lot of money for this state are leaving. And you know this. You've read the news, seen the news. Um, he's turned a $90 billion surplus into what is now, uh, you know, uh, into a growing $73 billion deficit. Think of that turnaround in less than six years. And plus, on top of that, he's offering free health care to illegals crossing the California border. That's why he's being recalled again. Uh, now, California, there's only a 24% Republican base, so he'll probably escape again. But the fact that he's being recalled for a second time, do you think he's qualified to be president of the United States? Because he has uh, designs on being uh, either this year, 2024, 2028. You're going to see Gavin smiling face saying, elect me for your leader. Um, so think about that. That's the FNQs, facts and questions here on the Radio Espionage Underground Podcast. All right, let's get into more espionage here. Uh, as I mentioned, AI got a black eye this week, and it's getting a little bit blacker. First of all, Google, um, apparently they have a lot of woke people programming AI, and AI is only as good as the people programming it. We know this. Um, their CEO has said, this is unacceptable, we're going to look into it, we're going to fix it, we're going to get it straight. But already there's distrust in Google. Now there's two things with AI that you have to understand. What's getting the black eye are search engines and chatbots. Now I showed you a couple of weeks ago uh, that ChatGPT said, I passed away in 2021. Okay, I assure you, I'm, I'm, I'm not dead. But ChatGPT said, I passed away in 2021. Um, I just play a corpse here on the podcast, that's all. Uh, so it's search, chatbot, that's the problem uh, with how it's being programmed in search engines. Uh, there was a middle school in Beverly Hills here where the students were using AI to create nude photos of their fellow students. Uh, so that's a big brouhaha uh, developing here in Southern California with AI. Now, as far as AI and radio is concerned, uh, and I'm going to talk a little radio speak here, AI is coming on like a freight train. Within five years, there's a pretty good chance anything you listen to on AM, FM radio uh, is going to be all AI generated. Right now, they're using AI for copywriting for commercials. Uh, some radio stations are using AI as radio talent. Um, and I think you're going to hear more of that. And once people get it in droves and they accept it, uh, it'll be here to stay. Uh, and it's just the way uh, the future is. There's always change and you got to change with it. Um, but that's why people are going to podcasts more than listening to AM, FM radio now, uh, because that's where they hear real people, not a corpse like me, doing this. 
but that's why AI is getting a black eye. So I, I would stay away from it as a search engine, as a chat bot, if you can help it. Uh, it's just right now it's got a lot of problems uh, in being uh, correct. And now they're talking about getting the government uh, involved in oy vey. <laughs> Anytime you get the government involved in anything, it slows down the process and just screws everything up more. So that's what's coming with AI. It had such great potential, such great potential. Um, and I think if you're using it as a task to uh, serve food, maybe, uh, I don't know about that either. I just have a lot of questions about AI now. In fact, if, if I was an owner of a radio station, I'd stay the hell away from it and use it as little as possible until they get all the bugs worked out. But that's just me, I'm a little, little cautious. Uh, now, before you take the Ozempic, uh, I know it's a popular weight loss drug. And I'm going to share something personal with you. I, I just feel like getting close to you today. So I'm going to share something very personal. Uh, and it helped me, and I'm hoping that it will help you. Now, realize I'm not a doctor. Um, I just play a corpse here on the podcast. Um, I was diagnosed at the age of 42 with type 2 diabetes. Now, when I was younger, I was an athlete. When you're an athlete, your goal is to get always get bigger, faster, and stronger. And when you stop playing sports and you go to work and you have to uh, live your life uh, in the uh, working sector, uh, you just continue to get bigger. At my peak, I was 6'2", 215 pounds when I was diagnosed. And uh, the first doctor that I was dealing with told me, he said, well, we're going to try and get your uh, A1C and your blood glucose in control uh, by putting you on metformin, we want you to just eat a diet that is uh, low in carbs, uh, keep it to less than 50 carbs per meal three times a day. That was the regimen. And I tried that for two years and it wasn't really working. My A1C kept slowly increasing, glucose not really coming down. I was developing high triglycerides too, which is not good. Um, and my ALT, AST was, was rising as well. So I wasn't really happy with the doctor and the results I was getting because I felt horrible. And I was working 80 to 100 hours a week at the time, and that didn't help because I really wasn't following that diet like I should have. Uh, so I did what I think everybody should do when you're not comfortable. I changed doctors, and boy, what a great decision it was. Uh, my current doctor basically set me on what he called the caveman diet. And what that means is you eat fresh vegetables, fresh fruit, and fresh meat from the butcher, not from the deli. You don't eat anything that comes in a package uh, that's frozen, has so much sodium in it, stay away from that. If it comes in a can, don't do it. Um, you stay away from bread, pasta, oh, that was tough. And um, he asked me to walk six days a week, two miles uh, each day, 30 minutes a day, uh, 30 to 40 minutes uh, to get two miles in. And I did this, and over seven weeks, I was able to drop from 215 to 180, 35 pounds in seven weeks. And as far as drinks go, by the way, uh, cut out diet sodas altogether. I was notorious for drinking Gatorade and diet soda. Oh, that was a, a big help there. It was coffee, tea, and water. And I will tell you, I hate water. <laughs> So I would use Crystal Light, which was fine, uh, but it's still uh, fake sugar. But I did switch to Stevia as well. Um, and during this time, um, it was hard the first three weeks, but when I got through that period, uh, it got easier. 
because I was seeing results. I felt better. So that helps you. If you can get through the first three weeks, I think that helps. And it's amazing that you can do uh, horrible things to your body for 42 years and in seven weeks uh, put it back in shape. Um, right now, my A1C is at a 5.0. And those of you who suffer from type 2 diabetes will, will know that 5.0 is pretty damn good. Uh, 5.0, my resting glucose stays, you know, between 104, 109, uh, depending on, on the uh, times that I get tested. Uh, that's a little high, but my triglycerides, my uh, HDL, LDL are normal. My AST, ALTs are normal. Um, so everything looks good, um, and I stay to that diet. Now, every once in a while, I've got to have some in and out got to have a slice of pizza here and there. you got to cheat a little bit. But because you do it rarely, or I do it rarely, uh, it doesn't really affect uh, my numbers. Uh, it's just that you're kind of switching things around. I eat healthy probably, you know, 10 days in a row, and then I might slip something in that I'm not supposed to, uh, supposed to have. But um, that's the balance. So before you take Ozempic, try that. And if it doesn't work for you, I hope it does. But if it doesn't, then maybe that's the route to go. But that was the secret. Fresh vegetables, fresh fruit, fresh meat from the butcher, not the deli. All right, good luck if you uh, try this. You, you do have to be disciplined. Uh, and I'm a very disciplined, goal-oriented goal person. So uh, that helped. Um, good luck to you. I hope it works. Uh, Wendy's did an about-face this week after they said they were going to do this price-surging scheme. I call it price-gouging. What they were going to do was raise the prices during their, most busy t their, their busiest times, meaning when you're out, need to go to Wendy's because you're hungry for lunch, you're going to pay $1 or $2 extra for uh, you know, Wendy's combo. And they threw it out in the media, and I think sometimes companies do this just to see what kind of a backlash they will get. Now, you got a big one. They got a big one. They thought they were going to do it like Uber Eats and uh, DoorDash and places like that. And um, uh, people who liked Wendy said, nah, you know, that's not going to fly with us. So Wendy's has backed off of that. They're not going to do it. Um, I suspect what they'll do is kind of raise prices and spread it out uh, throughout the day. Um, and maybe they'll sneak a little more of a price hike in there, but um, there's so many different options out there. It's really hard for one company to do this by themselves and succeed. I have a Wendy's a half a mile from my house, and I have an In-N-Out burger three quarters of a mile from my house. Guess where I go when I want to sneak a little side action in? Yeah, In-N-Out burger. That's what a hamburger is all about, folks. All right, I think I've figured out a uh, way to help you save money on streaming. Aren't you glad you tuned in to this podcast? I'm helping. I'm trying to save your life and save you money and give you ideas. Um, but that's what I enjoy doing the podcast, uh, just to come here and swap stories with you. But here's what I'm doing and what I discovered. Because at one point, um, I had... Because I'm in the media, I felt like I had to stream everything. I had to have Hulu. I had to have HBO. I had to have Showtime, Paramount Plus, uh, the, the, the Peacock Network, ESPN Plus. You name it. Um, I grabbed it. And also the Freebie, uh, the Crackle, the Tubi, all of that stuff. I had everything lined up on my stream where I could click whatever I wanted. But then I started getting my bills for this stuff. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, I mean, we're paying 30% more or 30 uh, more for food over the past 30 years than we ever have. So I'm looking at all these bills and I'm like, well, something's got to give. Um, and I use Amazon Prime 
uh, because I get most stuff delivered because nine times out of 10, when I go to the store uh, at five bucks a gallon to go drive to go get something, they don't have it. Um, it's much easier just to uh, sit on my tukas, uh, open the app and order. Well, Amazon now allows you to use their uh, platform as a hub to get like HBO Max and Showtime and Paramount Plus, everything but Netflix, uh, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. So what you do is when you're not watching uh, a network like HBO Max, for an example, I just put that on hold. I went into the uh, online platform, went to subscriptions, put it on hold. Uh, before the next month came up. And I went and rolled that over to Apple Plus for right now because they got some pretty good stuff on there. And I'll get caught up on that over the next 30 to 60 days. And HBO Max does this thing with new series where they only drop one episode per week. And that's that's crazy. When you're used to binging stuff, you want to watch all 10 episodes you know, within a couple of days. So this will allow Curb Your Enthusiasm, which I love, uh, and rest in peace to Richard Lewis, who passed away on Wednesday. Uh, funny comedian. Uh, used to go see Richard at the uh, Hermosa Beach Comedy Club. Uh, very funny guy. Uh, he, he will be missed. Uh, and, you know, this is the last episode or last season for Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, but I'll wait 10 weeks for them to drop all the shows. And um, now I'll go binge watch it. And well, HBO is dropping that because I'm not going to pay to hoard content anymore. And that's what we end up doing. We end up paying for all of these networks hoarding their content. So um, I'm using the uh, Amazon Prime platform as a hub for a lot of those other shows. I can drop off and pick up Showtime Paramount Plus if I want to watch some shows there at some point. Uh, but I just will rotate around from HBO stuff that's on Paramount Plus with Apple and when I'm not watching those, they'll load up on content that I haven't seen, and I'll go back and binge that. Um, I love to binge, baby. I'm a binger. Big-time TV binger. Um, but I keep Netflix because they usually, on a weekly basis, have something that you can find that's interesting. A lot of documentaries, which I enjoy. Um, and then I also keep ESPN+, Plus, MLB.TV. During football season, I'll pick up Red Zone and just keep it for the you know, for the season, then I drop it. Um, but that's what I do. And it might help you save some money. I went from spending close to 200 bucks a month uh, to about 125 But I figured out if you don't stream sports, you can keep your streaming bill under 100 bucks a month. And I use YouTube TV, by the way. I like that I can record stuff and just go back and watch it on demand. And I'm sure you're the same way, too. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Radio Espionage. Did I say radio espionage? Uh, <laughs> I went French on you there for a second. Um, the Radio Espionage Underground Podcast. There, that's proof that I'm unedited. All right. Uh, the conversation does continue between podcasts on x.com slash radio espionage U, the letter U. <clears throat> and for everything else, <coughs> excuse me, uh, more proof that I'm unedited. For everything else, go to markelliotmedia.com where you can read, watch, listen, and connect. And by the way, um, I try to drop in a movie line with every podcast. And if you discover it, you're a daisy if you do. That's just a little fun I like to have with the podcast. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, come back again on Monday when my guest won't be Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs>